0: hear myself now oh there you go all right there we go
1: okay all right well here we go uh next episode of the 107 percent f1 show i'm curtis that's bernie uh hello And we got we got stuff to talk about with uh with emola <laughs> yeah
0: yeah um you want to start with qualifying i guess that yeah would be the best place to start
1: yeah it was i mean great session um i don't know that in a way it was kind of what we expected i thought because it is one, you know like max would have been p1 if he didn't screw up but as usual when that happens it leads to a more interesting result you know i was genuinely surprised to see Checo up there yeah I,
0: I... um uh, well uh Max actually had set the fastest sector 2 of mm-hmm. all the drivers and then he, he had beaten his personal best for sector 3 um which had given him P2 on their first runs mm-hmm. um and yeah it wasn't uh it was really just that first mistake in sector 1 that that pretty much cost him I don't, I'm not sure if he improved his time on his second run I think he did um but it just he wasn't enough a
1: he had i thought i remember seeing he had a he had a purple middle sector but his first sector was slower
2: yeah on his so, second
1: run so he ended up
0: i think he ultimately beat his first lap in q3 but uh it just wasn't good enough um hamilton and perez just had better laps i think cuz i think even hamilton improved on his his first lap too
1: yeah and uh and and even uh even Checo thought that he had a he had what a a mistake coming out of the last turn where he thought that he should have been on pole.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's what he said after the the qualifying round. So, yeah, I, I can't imagine how, what the field would have looked like if Verstappen and Checo, you know, drove mistake-free laps on their yeah. second runs.
1: Well, yeah, and then if you had that and then Norris with his, uh, uh, you know, going outside the the track limits, he would have been P three. That was on merit. Yeah, that
2: yeah. <laughs> was
1: that was a that was a, a terrific lap. That was it was a shame that that happened.
0: Yeah, it was so good. I think he made a, a mistake in like the final corner too, or or the second oh, to last. Yeah, it was the second to last corner. He just uh, went out wide. Mm-hmm. Um, or at least that's what it seemed like when they were doing the replays. That's what they showed anyway. So I think mm-hmm. it was like the penultimate corner that he went out wide okay. on and um screwed up his lap because he had two purple sectors mm-hmm. and sector one and two so uh that's too bad
1: and then uh let's see we get to leclerc i mean over one lap in qualifying he is I, I don't know i've for whatever reason i've never i've never been a leclerc guy i've never rated him all that highly but he really does a great job getting the most out of that ferrari and qualifying
0: yeah, he does. Even last year uh, against Vettel, uh, I know he he, had d- he didn't win. Uh, the in- actually, you know what? I think he did beat um, Vettel in the inter-team qualifying. Yeah, qualifying I would imagine. Yeah, so. yeah, pretty sure he did. Um, so yeah, even last year when the, the car was absolute trash, and I think even the year <laughs> before, uh, I think he did pretty well too. I'm going to have to look that up now.
1: I, I can't imagine that he didn't. I mean, Vettel had some really poor performances and claire was usually he, uh, he he really flattered the car last year where you know putting the car fourth fifth sixth when the car really had no business being up there yeah. um everybody else was kind of i guess about where you would expect them except botas i think was i mean you know anytime you have a mercedes down in what eighth i think he started eighth yeah that's you know, I mean, nowhere near low is, is half a second almost off of Lewis.
0: Yeah, I'm not really sure what happened there. Honestly, this is even for Valtteri. Uh, this was um, odd. I think he he's generally up there, either on the set of on the first or the second um, row of the grid. Mm. So to be so far down and be beaten by. Uh, I don't know if I would say midfield cars. Um, well, one, I mean cars uh,
1: that are not a Mercedes or a Red Bull. Yeah, so yeah.
0: Clear, clearly not not gonna be battling for the wins uh, every weekend.
1: No, it was only it was I'm, I'm looking at the I'm just looking at the, the, the numbers now. He was only three tenths up on Ocon and the Alpine. So I mean it's weird because his problems are usually race pace. He's usually Plenty quick. Yeah, he's usually he's
0: usually challenging Lewis in yeah, qualifying. That's
1: never been the I don't know. Maybe it, I don't know if he's got an issue with Imola. It's just not a good track for, I mean it, I mean obviously we'll we'll talk about him once we start talking about the race, but he just had a scruffy weekend overall. I felt a little bit bad for Valtry, if I'm honest.
0: Yeah, Valtry's uh Q one time was actually faster than both his Q two and Q three time. And if he would have driven his Q one time, he would have qualified. Uh, he would have been P4, honestly. Have been, okay. yeah, well, if he would match his time.
1: I mean, he was leading. I mean, not that practice times really mean a ton, but he was, you know, he was up there at the top. It was really only in, in qualifying that he ended up down in eighth. It was really weird. Um, yeah,
0: it seems like he got progressively worse as the qualifying rounds went on
1: a little bit. Um, yeah. um uh, then, uh, let's see, uh, George Russell, uh, put it in there at 12th. That was a, it was a great job by George, and you know, as he does.
0: Yeah, he actually. Well, I mean, if you just look at the Q two times, he he almost beat Signs in the Ferrari. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um so that was pretty. He was. I mean, he was crazy. less
1: than a tenth. Even even Q three, he was. It was a. Uh, Signs was a one fifteen two, you know one nine nine whatever. Yeah, uh, and Russell was one fifteen two six. So I yeah. mean, he was he was right there with Signs. Um, and, you know, a, a pretty good list of guys that he was quicker than, yeah. you know.
0: Even Latifi had a pretty decent Q2 or I think, Q1 and Q2.
1: I think Williams thought that this was going to be one of their better races, which, of course, makes the bit about Williams that we'll talk about later an even bigger shame for them. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, they, they, uh, they looked good. They looked racy for the mid-pack, which was nice to see from Williams.
0: Yeah, which is odd because you think, uh, them being so low and having the Mercedes power unit, you'd think mm-hmm. they'd, they'd, they 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 would have geared their card more towards like the Monzas and the Spas yeah. and not not a an, an arrow heavy track like Imola.
2: Yeah. Um, for whatever
1: for whatever reason they they went for peak downforce. I don't know. I, I I guess if you're gonna if you're gonna muck around at the back of the pack, you may as well be like, well, maybe we can get you know score points a couple times and yeah. I mean, it,
0: it looked pretty good today, uh, yeah. for Russell. At least, anyway. I mean,
1: let, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll talk about Latifi in the race. Uh, yeah. He was he was fine. Yeah. Um, Vettel, another disappointing qualifying. Alonso did Alonso. I, don't know, I thought he got caught out, but I don't really remember Reich and Giovinazzi, and, and of course the Haas is doing Hass yeah. stuff, and uh, and Sonoda uh, wrecking qualifying. <laughs> that hurt. That was that was that sucked.
0: Yeah his 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 whole weekend reminded me of Albin, really Yeah. <laughs> kind of yeah. You, you screw up in qualifying you you start the race half decent and then halfway through the race you just kind of screw it up with a a stupid mistake and and yeah end up just ruining your race but yeah Tsunoda just didn't really have a good weekend honestly he so, he looked quick though on the laps that he he was he
1: driving did,
2: yeah.
1: well i mean you know he he is i mean he's also his was he 21 years old or whatever? I mean, he's he's so yeah, so young. Yeah. It's that kind of stuff is going to happen. It's you know good that he's getting it out of the way. I suppose early in the season, as long yeah. as he doesn't keep it
0: and, up. and the least experienced of all the rookies, I think Schumacher yeah. had two years, Mazepin two or three years. Sunoda yeah. just had that one year in F2. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that wasn't not surprising that he he made a rookie mistake. So
1: no, not particularly. So good qualifying, great race um yeah i think the weather, the,
0: the weather had a lot to do with that
1: it did that always makes it fun anytime you know anytime on a a, a track like Imola where you know you're going to be uh, yeah especially at a track like Imola. well yeah you know it's you know passing is going to be at a premium so stuff like you know weather things to spice it up is always nice and i think yeah. i'm i i just have to say and i think i said it last week uh aston martin they are going to need to quiet down about the rules because there's no chance that they're getting that floor back.
0: No, I, I, yeah, it's it's not going to happen. <laughs> the the, no matter the racing how, is how so complain.
1: the racing is so good right now. It it's is the your top eight were separated by half a second. You know, it's unfortunately for Aston Martin. Formula One is fine with sacrificing Aston Martin to right, to right. get everybody else closer together like that. And again, I would also feel worse for Aston Martin if they had built their own car.
0: Yeah, not not only were the, the lap times really close, but uh, I read that there were seven different manufacturers in the top 10. And I don't remember the last time that happened. It's usually a nose yeah. arc, you know, two yeah. by two, yeah. um, just the top five teams or so. And that's about it. So to have seven yeah. represented excuse me to have seven represented in the top 10, uh, for the first time in a while is, uh, really, really fun to watch.
1: I think it also, it, I wonder if part of that too is how many drivers change teams. So you get more of that split, I guess, you know, you don't have, well, I guess you would have, you wouldn't have expected it with Mercedes. You wouldn't have expected Botas to be so far down, but yeah, usually you'd have your two Mercedes, your two Red Bulls, two Ferraris. But because yeah. Signs doesn't have a ton of experience there, Checo doesn't have a ton of experience in the Red Bull, you know, those guys more likely to be hanging out further down. And, you know, so it kind of lets them jumble it up a little bit, which is really, it's nice to see, I guess, you know, yeah. instead of just having teammates scrapping.
0: One of the themes that I saw today was pretty much everybody that swapped teams last year uh, mm-hmm. did not perform quite as well as their teammate that had been with the team the year before. Right. I'm pretty sure all four or five teams that, 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 um, applies to had their second driver to very very poorly compared to their number 1 drivers. I suppose uh, except we can get for, to that later.
1: I suppose except for signs who would be cuz yeah yeah. Leclerc was 4th and signs was 5th which is I mean that's yeah. a, a great day for Ferrari. Right, um right. so the start of the race uh I had thought going into the race I don't know why I thought it I was that one of the red bulls was going to be in the lead at the end of the first lap I didn't necessarily think it was going to be Max, though. I thought it would be Checo. <laughs> you,
0: would, you would think, just because he's in a better position, and with the way the the track is, um, I assume that Perez, even if he didn't pull up alongside Hamilton, would have been close enough to where Verstappen would have been boxed in going mm-hmm. into turns one and two, that first chicane there. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I I also made the mistake of not checking the weather for the race, Yeah, <laughs> thinking that uh, because of Uh, Checo had qualified on the softs in P2, so I thought that he was going to be—he—he would have pulled away at the beginning just because the uh, Max and Hamilton were on the mediums. Mm -hmm. Um, But I thought that he would ultimately have to pit so much earlier than those two that he wouldn't get caught up in traffic. But then the race started, and um, the rain that was supposed to miss the track actually hit the track, and so everybody started—or for the most part started on enters, except for um, a few guys. Uh, but yeah, I I honestly thought um, one of the two Red Bulls would have um, kind of. I thought I thought Checo would have, yeah, pulled away at the beginning there.
1: I think that you're you're right about the soft tires, and I had I had actually forgotten about that because I got caught up in the in the wet weather race, yeah. And um, which actually, to to tell you truth, I don't necessarily even think that that's a bad thing for Red Bull, because Checo needed the softs to get. He didn't necessarily need it to get through on q2 but that is how he set his best lap and yeah. on a on a, a track like that where the soft tires were actually probably going to be a decent bet norris put almost 30 laps on them to to end the race um it probably would have actually worked all right if it was a dry race and Checo got out ahead of lewis and he would have been able to kind of sprint away and then you know, he would have had to go on to the mediums and Lewis and Max would have gone on to the softs. It would have been very interesting. I mean, obviously, it ended up being interesting either way. But, yeah. uh, you know, I, I I think that was initially my thought when that was going to happen. But then you would also think, well, with the with the wet track, it was better for che- – I mean, obviously, it's better for Checo. He's starting second instead of third, but he has clear track out in front of him.
0: Right. And, I can see.
1: And he – both of the Red Bulls got excellent starts and yes. it almost looked like Lewis came over to cover Checo, but didn't realize that Max was the one who got even the better start. Apparently he started in second gear. Yeah,
0: that's what I, w- I heard them them saying, um, which... That's clever. Uh, yeah, clever, and it obviously worked out for him, so...
1: Yeah, he just sort of... It was, it was, it was funny to watch Max's start. It was just no drama. It was just low reps, and you just kind of... You know? Yeah,
0: he initially had pointed his car towards Checo, looking to uh, cut him off. Yeah. I think, um, but mm-hmm. then when he realized he had so much more speed, yeah, pulled it back. Uh, at the start, yeah, he pulled it back to the left and just decided mm-hmm. to go for P one. So
1: it was uh, a it was a, a great move by Max, uh, going past Lewis and staying on the racing line. He didn't exactly give Lewis much room to play with there, but I I, I thought it was a fair move by Max.
0: Yeah, Max is on the inside. He's barely ahead by just the wing. I think Lewis, it looked like Lewis hit the brakes, gave it a little bit more throttle when mm-hmm. he realized he broke much earlier than Verstappen mm-hmm. and then kind of put himself in a really, really tough position because I think had Verstappen not been there, if he had, if he had done the same thing he did with the break in the throttle, I don't think he would have made that apex clearly anyway. Okay. Um, just because he, he decided to make that reaction so late into the corner. Mm-hmm. Um but I mean, who knows? Uh, we can't really we can't really think no. about what could have happened. But uh, I, I think I think Max had the position there, and I think at that point it's on Hamilton to either pull out or make contact, and he decided to keep his nose in, and it did not work out for him because he damaged his front wing,
1: mm-hmm. which didn't really seem to hurt him very much. Uh, you know, maybe if it was dry and they were really, you know, was going as quick as they could maybe it would have been worse but i don't know it didn't really seem to have hurt lewis all that much to have damaged the wing
0: yeah uh, i I mean with the rain they're going slower than than they usually are so um there's less downforce on the car anyway and the car Mm -hmm. is less downforce reliant um but um i think they i mean they obviously changed it during the red flag because he destroyed his front wing Mm -hmm. um which is good for him because it started getting drier at that point, but yeah, uh, he didn't look that bad. Um, and I think he actually closed to within a second or so, uh, to Verstappen before the first pit stop. So he actually drove pretty well with that damage.
1: Yeah. He had uh, at one point, Max had a gap somewhere, five, six seconds somewhere in that ballpark and Lewis reeled him in to, yeah, I think he said about two and a half, uh, yeah. maybe yeah. 1.8 seconds, something like that.
2: Yeah.
1: And, uh, max went well i guess you'd probably say lewis went for the overcut because lewis could have followed max into the pits but didn't and max had a great outlap and a fast pit stop and lewis's pit stop was like four seconds to max's 2.2 yeah. you know and i don't know some i don't know if it's just a uh, mercedes pit crew it just seems like in big spots like that they fumble it a bit sometimes
0: yeah. When Hamilton's ahead by like 30 seconds, you know, yeah, the men- there's obviously there's no pressure, you know, even if they have like a three second pit stop, it's not going to really do anything. Right. But yeah, you're right. Cause you, you saw what they did to Bottas and Bahrain. And then even last year when, mm-hmm. um, Russell was in that car and it was really close between him and Valtteri. Yeah. They screwed both of those up too. I mean that, that, the 2020 race might've been more on the strategist, um, double stacking and confusing yeah. Uh,
1: the, the yeah, crew, double stop's always tough,
0: anyway. Yeah, um, but yeah, you're right. This isn't this isn't the first time we've seen Mercedes screw up a, a vital pit stop.
1: I can also see if it's. I mean, honestly, how often have Mercedes really been in a spot where they had to get it tenth of a second right? You know, it's Red Bull. His Red Bull has been in a spot where they had to do these two second pit stops to kind of stay in it for years. So they're great at it. Mercedes yeah. really hasn't had to have been in that spot.
0: Yeah, Red Bull has really had no choice. The only time Mercedes is in a crunch is usually when it's Lewis against Valtteri, you know. So, I mean, even if they screw up with one of those guys, they know they're getting the win either way, but yeah, right. we we haven't seen them uh fighting against Verstappen so close like this to where pit stops actually count for anything.
1: That's fair. So, so the so pit stops happen and actually or, or I don't know, do you want to go right to the do you want to go right to the uh, to the red flag
0: well um <laughs> i guess we could talk about a couple little things that happened latifi going off on laptop. oh yeah coming back on and uh, making contact with mazapin <laughs>
1: promptly going right back off yeah that um initially you know having not seen it i very much wanted to blame uh mazapin but <laughs> i think nothing no, nothing nothing he could do
0: no no i mean he's he's already i think he's he was already partly on the grass and latifi just tried to I don't yeah. know if he just didn't see him, or he just tried he to gun him. it too quick. Yeah, just gunned it too quick. You, you can see him jerk the wheel around a little bit before he even makes contact with Mazepin. So mm-hmm. um, that that's that's all on Mazepin. And I think even Brundle said there was. I mean, not all on Mazepin, all on Latifi. Brundle on said, Latifi, yeah. yeah, Mazepin couldn't do anything no, about he, it at that point.
1: He he got Mazepin got as far over as he could. He gave Latifi every opportunity to see him, but you know, wet track spray. I can't imagine you can see a lot in your mirrors in that situation and, you know, having just spun and came back on, I'm sure he wasn't thinking there's was going to be a car right there. So yeah. it was, uh, it was, it was unfortunate for him. Cause he was having a really, uh, for, for him, he was having a really nice race or a really nice weekend actually.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Considering his qualifying, um, mm-hmm. he wasn't a pretty decent spot up until he made that, that mistake. I think he was maybe P 13 or P 14 mm-hmm. still at that point. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, that kind of, <laughs> That kind of ruined his uh, his weekend there.
1: And then, uh, of. I don't know, just another uh, unrelated to that, but uh, Pierre Gasly, it was, they they put him out there on the wet tires to start the race. And that was apparently the wrong decision.
0: Yeah. And I think during the safety car, you saw Ocon, who also started on the wets, jump mm. into the pits and they put him on the inters. And by the time Gasly pitted for the enters, he came out like two positions, three positions behind Alcon. So, yeah. um, I think jumping in during that safety car would have been the right decision. Um, I think at one point he was holding everybody back. Everybody that was behind yeah, him a, was like eight seconds slower than the um the lead crazy. group. Yeah. yeah,
1: they uh yeah he had a little bit of a cue uh yeah. behind him because he was it, he started fifth, and by the time that he came into the pits, he already dropped to like thirteenth or fourteenth. It was Yeah,
0: yeah. I think Tsunoda had already passed them by that point. Sunoda yeah, I remember seeing P20. Sunoda
1: pass him on the track, yeah. Yeah. Um
0: and then some other drama during the pit stop, Schumacher spins off at the yes. pit exit. Yep. Um trying to warm up his tires and then um and then he had to drive around for two laps because the pit lane was closed because of his yes. debris. <laughs> and then uh, also Perez goes off. Yep. And then comes back on and passes under the safety car, which yeah, eventually so leads to a 10 second penalty.
1: I, I, I really don't understand that. Uh, you know, he was in a spot where, I mean, maybe he thought, well, I can just pull out 10 seconds from these, you know, kind of like last week where Max yeah. was saying, well, just let me keep the spot and I'll pull five seconds. And
0: yeah, I'm not, I'm not, that was confusing for me just because um, he went off. Mm-hmm. The McLaren of I think it was Ricardo. I'm not sure if it was Ricardo or Norris went by, and then Gasly went by. Mm-hmm. But then the McLaren slowed down, and so the AlfaTauri had to slow down. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure if Perez thought maybe they were giving him the position back, and he took it back. Yeah. Or if maybe the McLarens were just the McLaren was just confused and wasn't really quite sure what to do. Yeah, that that was kind of confusing. I didn't hear too much team radio, so I don't really know what was mm-hmm. happening, but. I think I think Red Bull should have known better and should have told him to give those spots. Back. Uh,
1: from what I heard, Red Bull told him to, or gave him the option to, I should say. Oh, okay. And Checo elected not to. Oh, so, so he
0: did make that decision. Yeah, okay.
1: and I, I'm sure Red Bull would have known that there was a that there was a penalty for it. Yeah. And basically, and Checo basically, was, I, I think, thought that he would rather have the track position and try to pull out Tensei. Because I mean, at that point in the race, I'm sure he thought. He was as fast as anybody and he would have no trouble pulling out the time. Yeah. But there was actually they they got the uh, they got the penalty wrong initially on the TV broadcast where it said it was a stop go 10 second penalty.
0: Yes. Yeah, so I remember hearing that initially.
1: Yeah, which that would have been a killer, but it was only yeah. a it was a 10 second you know, uh, just a 10 second time penalty.
0: Yeah. yeah. They so just can't able touch to serve the that during
1: his pit stop. So it wasn't, yeah. it, so it didn't end up being that big of an issue. I mean, obviously, and it didn't really play into his race in the end because he ended up spinning again later, but it was still, yeah, it was still weird because it's like, man, just give, give back the two spots and, you know, I don't
0: know. Right. Because, because, um, before the Latifi, uh, the, the Latifi safety car, he actually went off and lost a, a position to a Leclerc on that opening lap yeah. um so he didn't really he didn't really look good from the start honestly he he started p2 dropped down to p3 and then halfway through that lap that same lap he dropped down to p4 mm-hmm. and was passed by the claire and then he goes off under the safety car which is why i'm thinking why did he elect to take that 10 second penalty um but i mean he did recover well uh after the after the red flag stop, he was P4. So uh, he obviously pulled that time back, but he, he just wasn't having a really good day from the beginning, honestly.
1: No, he really wasn't. I, I, I got to assume maybe that's a, just a, a driver mentality thing, where to them they're like, well, it'll be a 10-second penalty. I can I can get that back, but it would be more difficult to actually pass the two cars on the track.
2: Yeah, so,
0: especially, in, especially in that weather. Um, yeah, in that Imola. Yeah. so So, yeah i can i can kind of see why he decided to do that mm -hmm. um but like you said it didn't help him out anyway
1: (laughs) no not particularly um so i don't know uh do you have anything ahead of the uh the the botas russell incident or
0: um there was the the russell hamilton incident that oh yeah yeah um which i I Nah, go, ahead. You, go ahead, go ahead. I'll, I want to hear your take on I it I didn't first.
1: really see it as an incident. I think Lewis was in a little bit of a rush. And so, you know, it's George gave him the shortest, you know, g- gave him the racing line effectively. He gave it to him a little bit late, but Lewis didn't necessarily need to make the pass right there. So it it could have gone better, but at the same time, Russell is fighting with other cars for position on the track right there. So he has to take into account how he's going to let Lewis pass. And I think he did it in what was probably the best way to do it. And then Lewis just kind of got caught out and made a super rare Lewis Hamilton mistake.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think the reason why he made that decision um, was mainly due to the traffic that he was facing Mm -hmm. um, right, right prior to that uh, because Verstappen had made his yeah, clear traffic yeah mm-hmm. and there were two or three cars that were in front of Lewis that just um, I mean Imola is just not a very good place for blue flag passing right because it's 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 just corner after corner after corner right um, and I think yeah I agree with what you said. He, he definitely, he got impatient. Cause I think it was only about two seconds behind Verstappen after the pit stops, mm-hmm. but once they caught up to the traffic, then it started going to like three seconds, three and a half seconds, just because Verstappen had cleared the mall and Hamilton couldn't, um, like you said, they were all fighting for position. I think they were fighting. Those were like the P nine, P 10, P 11 positions. So the final points positions, uh, Yeah,
1: Russell would have been 10th at the time. Yeah. And, so, uh, it would have been, uh, Valtteri right in front of him
0: yeah so they don't want to give up those spots because no. those spots are, are points positions
1: and you, and you want to and that's the thing is you want to let Hamilton buy while losing as little of your race time as you can right because right. you know he's still he's behind Valtteri and he's behind I guess it would have been Stroll I think Stroll, in eighth at the yeah. time and you know so you it's like yeah you want to let Hamilton buy in the way that works best for Hamilton but you know, if you're George Russell, you're you're racing your race. You're in the points. You know, it it behooves you to let Lewis by in the way that benefits you the most. You know,
0: right? Because Vettel is right behind Russell too. Yeah, so,
1: absolutely. Yeah. So um, I I don't I I put zero blame on George Russell for that incident.
0: Yeah, I think I think even Hamilton realized that because I didn't hear him complain about no. Russell at all. I think he just got a little too greedy. He probably yeah, could have been more patient.
1: Right. well lewis even after the race lewis admitted he said that he made a mistake yeah. and uh even and even lewis said <laughs> he goes i made a mistake and i think he said which i can't remember the last time i made a mistake which sounds like an egotistical thing to say except for <laughs> lewis hamilton it's like no no he's right he it it is such a rare thing to see lewis make an actual honest to goodness mistake and and even actually when he was when after he had gone off the track um you know kind of driving the front wing of the car into the wall you know a, another little mistake there and ended up having to back the thing all the way out of the gravel trap yeah. you know so you know ends up ninth down a lap it really could have been much worse for lewis hamilton
0: if, yeah he definitely lucked out
1: if he didn't get a little bit of help in in uh, in, in the form of a big accident between his mercedes teammate and a Mercedes junior driver in George Russell.
0: Yeah, this one's a little more controversial.
1: So we'll set it up. Their DRS zone and the DRS zone at Imola is long. They've
0: they've, extended it from last year, too. Yeah,
1: 100 extra meters, right? Yeah, I think so. Um, And it has kinks in it. It's not a straight line. So they're coming down to the chicane. Russell gets a good run on Valtteri Botas, gets to the outside, Puts a tire in the grass, or maybe not necessarily in the grass, but on a, on a wet part of the track at the outside. Yeah, and just buries Valtry. Um, I mean that that they both got out of the the both got out of their cars unharmed was good. So, how did you see the incident, and who would you place the fault on?
0: So I, I only saw a couple of replays, and they were there weren't um, great replays of it. Actually. No, no, They were George Russell on boards. Mm-hmm. Um, it's tough, just because, like you said, there's so many kinks in that DRS zone. I think I think it curves back and forth, like left and right, like yeah, there's a left three and a times. Right. Yeah. Um, so he's coming up. is all the way on the left. Russell's got plenty of room on the right. And as he's as he catches up to the uh, Bottas, he's he's not all the way to the right of the track. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it looks like Valtteri makes a little adjustment and and jinx right slightly and I think that I mean even Russell said it after the race he said it was enough to kind of like surprise him and he I guess he just assumed that Valtteri was going to stay on that inside because because the next turn coming up is the left-hand turn and so I I assume he just thought that Bottas was just going to stay left and defend on the inside but when he made that little right hand movement there it kind of threw russell off and and you see russell jerk the wheel pretty pretty violently and then you know it's a wet track and everything i don't know if he goes off onto the grass but then he ultimately loses control and um crashes them both out and i i honestly think i have to put that more on russell um just because I don't at that point, I don't think it was a breaking zone, and I think Valtteri has a right to move around a little bit just because they're not under braking. Um and he had so much space on the right hand side. You kind of have to expect um, Valtteri to to make a little bit of movement there, and I don't think it was a dirty a dirty move on Valtteri no, or anything like that. And I think uh, maybe Russell was just so surprised that he was about to overtake a Mercedes that. That could be it. <laughs> he just, yeah, because I, um, I, I mean, if if you if you go back to the Austria race in 2019, he, he drove off on the grass, watching Leclerc and Verstappen battling. So it, it's not unlike Russell to kind of lose focus for moments on track, you know. Um, but yeah, I think I think that's got to be on on Russell there
1: it was i saw it as really a racing incident it was yeah
0: yeah i think so i think it's the racing incident decision was per- perfectly justified mm-hmm. i just do think that russell could have been a little bit more careful
1: yeah i wouldn't disagree with that i think um valtry was more or less following the racing line when he when he ended up coming over to the right and if you watch his on-car, or in-car camera, rather, you can see right before Russell hits him kind of a little move back to the left by Valtry. So it almost kind of seemed like maybe he didn't necessarily know that Russell was there and then saw Russell was there and tried to come back to the left. But by that point, Russell was already coming around. So to me, I mean, if I'm putting... I, again, because I'm saying it's a racing incident, so I really wouldn't necessarily blame anybody. I'd probably go something like sixty forty for Russell to Valtteri, just because with how wet the track is, I would think that Valtteri would it would probably behoove him to leave a little bit more room. But he left enough room. Oh, you yeah, know, yeah. There was more than a car width there for Russell to use. And, you know, because it was in a kink and it was in a DRS zone and his flap was open, so no, no rear downforce on the car. I mean, it was just kind of, it. it's, we're I think we're talking about it a lot more because of who is involved rather than because right. of the incident, you know, because it was Botus and it's because it's his heir apparent in the second Mercedes, George Russell, where like, you know, even even Russell himself, Thought that it happened because it was him, yeah, yeah, you know. Which I'm like, all right, man, come on, you know. It's Valtteri was going to race anybody right there. It's not, you know, you're not that special yet, yeah, but, you know. So it again, like uh, racing incident. I'm not too you know I, i'm not trying to assign much blame to anybody no, it was just, I, I
0: don't think they handed out penalties anyway right no they didn't no yeah, nobody got a penalty yeah, for that so. i mean that
1: was it, if if it was anything worst case it was 50-50 and like i think yeah. beyond that, 64 did um did you see what uh, what toto said about i did uh, not. About russell he had um i don't need to find the exact quote but he said uh he said about russell after the race he said uh he said uh, if you do good you'll be driving a mercedes if you don't, you'd be driving a Renault Clio Cup, and today was closer to a Renault Clio Cup.
0: Oh, jeez, that could be good <laughs> yeah, for the so, confidence.
1: And and so, and now Toto was, you know, he, he that's kind of his sense of humor, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And he, and, and he was laughing a little bit as he said it, but you could tell he was not happy at all with George Russell. And no. I, I think he, I'm sure, even I, I have to assume a conversation has happened between George Russell and Toto Wolff, that you know, it, Toto wants George to go out and have good races, but for the love of God, do not take out Valtteri Bottas. Yeah. You know, it's don't, just
0: don't take out the 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 A car.
1: Yeah, you know, so it's just it bad. Uh, you know, a, a bad time for George, a, val- a bad time for Valtteri, and I guess the 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 consolation is that the red flag that it caused helped Lewis Hamilton immensely
0: yeah i think that um i think that assuaged some of the yeah anger from from toto i I think what didn't help those two out were that they had just both pitted for slicks Mm -hmm. and the 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 trek wasn't completely dry yet so other than that one line if even if you just go off by a couple inches you're going to be driving on wet uh, right on wet track um, so I think they were just really unlucky in that aspect as well. I think mm-hmm. if the track were dry, I don't think that incident would have happened. Like if it were no, drier, I should say. Yeah.
1: Yeah, no, it, it was all that, that was all down to placement and weather. It was kind of a perfect storm situation. And I just want yeah. to point out that we we've, we've hit a, uh, an assuaged and a behooved there in this, uh, in this podcast so far. So this is a, is a, a, a top tier language podcast right here. Mr.
0: Coombs Um, would be proud of us.
1: Yeah, GC3. That's (laughs) that's, that's my guy. (laughs) Uh, Shout out George Coombs. Um,
0: Bishop Hendrickson.
1: Bishop Hendrickson High School. All Hawks equality one baby. Um, So red flag happens, right? (laughs) So uh, red flag happens. Hamilton is ninth after the red flag. And it looks like it's going to be a great points day for Red Bull versus Mercedes because at that point you have uh Max obviously is leading. Where was Checo at that time? Was Checo still fourth?
0: Perez, yep, P4 right after flag? serving so, his penalty.
1: Okay. So it, it had worked out well for Checo, uh basically not giving back the track position. That had that had worked out fine. Yeah. So Hamilton and all the lapped cars are able to come back around, get on the tail end of the lead lap. And as soon as that happened, I think they even, they even radioed Lewis right away and basically told him, hey, uh, Norris is on soft. This is when he was in ninth. They're radioing Hamilton about Lando Norris uh, in second place saying, you know, hey, uh, Norris is on soft tires, so they'll probably fall off at the end. So Mercedes.
0: They know they have P2 in the bag.
1: Oh, God. yeah, It, it, it is an impressive level of confidence to have in your driver. And I mean, it says so much about Lewis Hamilton that yeah. with 30 laps to go and the driver in ninth and decent cars ahead of him, they're, they're not uh, talking to him about the cars in eight, yeah, seven, yeah. six. They're talking to him about the car that's P2. <laughs> right,
2: right, right, right. Um, well,
0: I mean, if you if you look at the guys that are directly in front of him, um, mm-hmm. it was going to be easy. He has he's got Räikkönen right in front of him mm-hmm. uh, who was he was having a pretty decent race. I thought three but that's, or four were now going to be Romano. pretty
1: easy, but once he got to the once he got to like Ricardo, you yeah. know, you you'd figure at that point it would become more difficult than
0: right. But Ricardo wasn't having a really good race nah, either. Um, I think. Hang on one second. I got it written down here somewhere. I think by by lap sixteen, Norris was already asking to be let by Ricardo. Yeah, and um, at and once he, and once
1: they let him by, he was pulling out like a second lap.
0: Yeah, I think he was like eleven seconds up by the time they pitted. Yeah. Um So yeah, he's, you got you got you got Reagan in right in front of Hamilton, which would have been easy. Stroll right in front of him, and we've already talked about how Stroll defends. Um, Stroll actually podcast. did a
1: decent job on Lewis, though. Uh, Stroll held Stroll held him up for a lap or two, I thought.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, but he we knew he was gonna get by. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, you're right. Um, Ricardo is usually a pretty good defender. Um didn't have a really good I mean he hasn't no, he great so far in the he, McLaren this year, but
1: it's taken him a little getting used to. I think he said he's yeah. got some habits that he's trying to break because the car is different to drive, but right, right. uh Stroll I I thought Stroll gave Lewis a harder time than than Ricardo did. Ricardo is Hamilton just came up past him and went on his way.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think just because um Stroll being in that Aston Martin is mm. just um on that DRS straight is a little bit more yeah, it's probably quicker. difficult. Yeah. Um but yeah, once you get up to like signs and what would have been Perez and P4, yeah, and then Norris and Leclerc, yeah, that would have been a bit difficult.
1: Yeah, Perez would have been tough <laughs> if if, uh, if he would have stayed on the track.
0: Yeah, he spins off. I don't think. I think he just he just got on the throttle too quick. Yeah, right? he just
1: yeah he just he just you just lost it.
0: Yeah, I think same thing with um with Yuki right mm-hmm. at the start. Um, yep that was kind of depressing to watch he was actually having yeah. a pretty decent race he was up to he was P10. up into the points yeah. yeah um but uh yeah hamilton made mincemeat out of everybody he did have a little yeah. bit of trouble with um leclerc by the mm-hmm. time he got up to p4 just because leclerc was in nars's drs yeah. but um as soon as leclerc dropped out of drs uh, mm-hmm. that was a pretty easy overtake
1: uh, and, uh, and Norris did a good job too Norris held him up for a couple laps
0: yeah yeah held him up until lap 60 before uh, Hamilton got by but
1: it was gonna happen
0: yeah that McLaren's not gonna hold him back um
1: if uh oddly enough if he was on the medium t- if he was on the medium tire he probably wouldn't have been where he was but I think probably the soft tires falling away didn't you know didn't didn't help him any at that stage of the race I mean he'd gotten 30-ish laps out of those soft tires, which was oh, it was a hell of a good job by Norris.
0: Yeah, if you consider, I mean, the, the weather was a bit different. Um, if you consider last year, the guy starting on softs pitted at lap 12 to right. change him out because tire deg was so high. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they, I mean, obviously, it wasn't raining last year. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm surprised that he, the softs went 30 laps uh, mm-hmm. today. It was probably Brent a little it was cooler towards outside, the- I would assume. Yeah, and it was towards the end of the race where there's less fuel in the car right. and stuff like that. But um, mm. yeah, to to go over double the laps um, compared to last year was pretty pretty impressive.
1: It's funny. I, I thought for sure it was going to be another time of uh, you know Hamilton turning the uh, turning the inters into slicks and yeah and yeah. and uh, and coming up and passing Max. I was I was watching, yeah, you know, like the race is going on, but I was literally just like staring at the gap you know or i'm like right right you know where it's go three seconds 2.6 2.2 1.8 i'm like what the hell is going on you know
0: yeah can you imagine how how much more of an interesting race it would have been if hamilton hadn't gone off there yeah yeah that would have been fun to watch
1: I, well especially he it did seem like towards the end of long runs the mercedes is better on its tires than the red bull And so I I think the Red Bull probably has the advantage in qualifying and early in stints, but I don't know if maybe the tire deg is higher on the Red Bull, maybe as a function of, you know, the, of the, uh, of the high rake versus the low rake setup, the Mercedes just seems to be a little bit, and now it's also Lewis Hamilton who is a a friggin' magician with his tires. So, you know, it, it would have been, it would have been interesting at the end of the race because right? you know max would have had that five six second gap and maybe would have pulled it out a little bit maybe it would come down a little bit but i mean at the end lewis I, lewis was quicker than max i think of course you know max didn't need to be out there setting fastest laps he had a 20 second 20 second lead at that point
0: yeah and i think he finished the the race uh, 20 21 or 22 seconds in front of hamilton so yeah it was a pretty uh, big pretty yeah. big win could have given them another 10 15 laps and hamilton wouldn't have been able to pull that back in
1: no for sure not yeah um let's see if we go uh so obviously i'm happy with the result I, i'm happy with the result as a uh a, a max verstappen fan um
0: yeah I, i'm just happy as an f1 fan to not see a mercedes one two uh for the yeah. second race in a row
1: it, you know it was um it does look like it's going to be an interesting season. Uh, McLaren's pace seems to be real Ferrari. I don't know that they're, they finished fourth and fifth. And I don't necessarily know that that's Ferrari, but that is a track that doesn't really seem like it would suit their car. And they were pretty good. So um, there's a lot of, you know, like Alpha Tower, you really haven't seen Alpha Tower yet because they've had, you know, between Gasly on the wet tires at the beginning and Sonoda spinning off at the end, you know, they've had kind of a, a scruffy start to the year anyway. So, and, you know, yeah. Alpine, they still have some work to do, but it does seem like there's a lot of competition to be had for those, you know, it's actually going to be for podiums this year, which is great.
0: Yeah, I I don't think you've seen the best of every car yet, which is good for for the rest of the year. Mm -hmm. Um, Like you said, once Alpine figures that car out, Mm -hmm. um, once AlphaTauri can actually finish a decent race, that would be nice. um, yeah, and then and then once you you see Ferrari with a few more races under their belt, mm. if if Aston Martin can figure out what the problem with their cars are, they they were having issues all day. They were having gear sync issues. I don't know if you heard those radio yeah, and calls they,
1: and uh, and brake by wire issues too.
0: Yeah, before the race even like yeah. really got underway, Seb yeah, they got all sorts clean. of gremlins and stuff happening right, in those cars, right? But I guess what do you expect when you didn't build your car?
1: I you know uh, like that's kind of the thing with Aston Martin is. Mercedes, you know, Mercedes has the exact same issue that Aston Martin has right now. But I think Mercedes, because they build the car, they understand how it works and why it works. And I feel like their understanding of that is a lot better than Aston Martin's, who maybe know, you know, to the level that it works, but don't quite have the same handle on why that low rake philosophy works as Mercedes right, does. Right. Because to hear like a Gary Anderson or somebody talk about it, the the high rake setup is generally preferable. It has a larger working window. It does things that make sense where the low rake is, you know, if you have it and you make it work, it's optimal, but it has a smaller working window. And mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. seems like Mercedes because they're Mercedes have been able to get the car into that working window and Aston Martin has not. So, and you know, like I said, I would feel, I would feel bad for them, but you know, build your own car guys, you know? It's- yeah.
0: Cause um, before they copied the Mercedes car in 2020, they were the, the, the force India cars or the racing points. Geez. Yeah. They're great. Um, They, they were, they were running high rake, Cars yeah. before mm-hmm. that, so yeah, you, you change the entire philosophy. You're running a car that you didn't even build. Um, you, you can see why they're having issues right now. It's it's yeah. doesn't take a scientist to, to figure it's, that out.
1: I don't. I hope that it gets better for Sebastian Vettel. I think I said after uh, after Bahrain that I was worried, and I'm I, I that this week did nothing to make me feel any less worried about Seb yeah. Vettel and I just I, I i like him he seems to be a genuinely good guy I know he's quick so I just I hope it gets better for a Seb Vettel
0: right um, I can't even blame the car because I don't really think that highly of Stroll and Stroll is driving that car pretty well he's doing a good job yeah and um, this this isn't an issue with Vettel that that is just popping up you know the the latter half of 2019 he did have one win where they gave him the preferred strategy in singapore Mm -hmm. um and he beat leclerc but that second half of 2019 was pretty lean when -hmm. it comes to podiums and wins and then he lucked into one i think yeah yeah the singapore race yeah um i guess he could have had another one at russia if his car didn't die um but then 2020 came along, and and you saw Leclerc drag that car to podium positions. Yeah. And um, Vettel did have one podium at the, I think it was the Turkey, the race at Turkey. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I don't think he finished higher than, like, P4 in any mm-hmm. other race where Leclerc was consistently getting it into the points and even podiums on occasion. Mm-hmm. And Vettel was finishing in, like, P12 and P15.
1: yeah. Big gap between them. Yeah, if it was you know Leclerc finishing seventh and Seb finishing ninth or something like that, but
0: I can understand that.
1: Yeah, but he wasn't even in Leclerc's atmosphere.
0: No, no, he was finishing like ten positions behind him if he finished the race at all.
1: And he, you know, he he does he seems to struggle with when he has that new teammate that the team has shifted focus to. It happened with Ricardo. It happened with Leclerc. Yeah, and but Stroll is not that guy (laughs) you know it's I I think I I probably like Lance Stroll more than some people do you know back when he was at Williams when he was a rookie people forget he was very quick you know he and and honestly and I think anybody who is good in the rain you know and Stroll is good in the rain I'm like look if you're good in the rain you can drive you know he he makes mistakes and in a way he has the toughest situation on the grid because if he sucks, people are going to be like, Oh yeah, he's a pay driver. And if he's good, then man go, well, obviously his dad gave him the better car, yeah. you know? So he can't win. No, he really can't. <laughs> and I like Lance. I hope he does well. It's looked good for Lance so far this year that he's, you know, soundly beating four-time world champion, Sebastian Vettel, yeah, yeah. you know, which is, it's disappointing, but Vettel also has less seat time in his car than anybody has you know, in, you know, in, in a new car and Aston Martin, you know, is having their issues making the car work. A lot of
0: issues. Yeah. You
1: know, so I'm like, I'm not, I'm not giving up on Vettel yet, but, you know, hopefully Aston Martin puts it together so that Vettel can put it together because it's an issue right
0: now. Yeah. I I don't think, I think whatever the issue is with Sebastian Vettel is, is in his head. I don't think, I don't think it's the car even though it, it might not be an amazing car this year i don't think it's the car i don't think the car was amazing last year either but he should have finished better than he, he should finished, have done better than he did yeah in a lot of races yeah um so i don't know what it is that's that's giving him that mental block to where he just can't perform um and i don't know i mean i also i I do want to see him succeed, but I'm not going to be surprised if he doesn't do any better than he is right now for the rest of the season. Yeah, And if he's out of a seat next year, I wouldn't be surprised either. Um, I yeah. think people are expecting him to be, to come back and be this world champion that he was back in the early 2010s. I don't see that happening.
1: No, I don't necessarily either. He's still really good, but he's been making mistakes and, you know, even was it, uh, Was it Ocon that he had the incident with in Bahrain? Yes. yeah. And he, you know, he's he's promptly on the radio saying Ocon got over in front of him. Ocon didn't get over in front of him, you know? (laughs) So it's just the, it's less the actual thing and more the trying to make excuses for the thing. Right. And I just, I don't want to see that from Seb. I like Seb, you know, I, I want to see him, you know, if you don't run well, you don't run well. It's, and the fact is with the problems that Alfa Romeo are having right now and the limited seat time Vettel's had in that car, nobody'd be blaming Sebastian Vettel right now for, for not running all that well, but right. you know, when he screws up and tries to act like somebody else screwed up, well, no man, just say that you screwed up. It's fine. Yeah, nope. Yeah. You know, it's, it's okay. Don't worry about it, you know, yeah. but I don't know. I, I'm, I guess I'm worried about that, but like, I just, it sucks because like, I, you know, I, I have no love lost right now for Aston Martin in general because of all the whining from Otmar. And it's just like, I don't want to see Aston Martin do well right now, but I like Seb and I like Lance. So it's, you know, in, in some way I want to see them do well, even though I'm annoyed as hell by all the whining about, you know, about the, the regulations that they're not getting back at this point.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I mean, if, if, if this was like a, if this was like an overnight decline from Vettel, Mm -hmm. um then i'd be a little bit shocked
1: yeah it's an Um, ongoing thing though
0: yeah he hasn't had i mean even if you go back to like 2018 ever since that 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 incident in germany where he crashed out from the lead Mm -hmm. something happened to him that day and he has not been able to get over it Um, yeah and i don't know what it is and he's just been gradually getting worse but yeah. All right. Enough. It. Enough bashing on Vettel. Right.
1: Yeah. Enough of that. we. 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 If you're listening, Sebastian Vettel, which you're not, because honestly, it's just <laughs> us listening. We love you though. We. we want to see you do yeah. well. <laughs> um. Just pick it up. I know, right? Yeah. Um. So I don't know who would be. I don't know. Let's, let's do like a three. Who Who are your three say overachievers for the race?
0: Three overachievers for the race. Um.
1: Or three winners, you know, three three yeah, guys three that you winners. were impressed by
0: today. Well, let's do three winners and three losers. All
1: right, three winners, right. three losers. That's fine. We'll make that easier.
0: I think winner number, you know, honestly, I think it's just got to be top three. I think we yep. had a hell of a race from beginning to end. Um, I think Lewis had a really good race uh, barring that crash. But after that crash, he had a really good uh, recovery race. And then uh, Lando Norris, considering where he started on the track, Mm -hmm. finishing P3 and almost coming home with P2. um, I think that was an amazing and mature drive from, from Norris today.
1: Yeah. I think that's fair. Um, Yeah. I got to go max. Just a a real complete race. Um, The, uh, the start, the pass on Lewis at the beginning of the race was great. Um, I'll go Norris. Uh, I thought Norris ran a great, uh, a great race. I can't go Lewis because as much as I, it, it's it was like two races for him. Where the yeah, you know the 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 first half, I don't want to give him a good score, but like if I if we take the recovery drive on its own, the recovery drive was an A plus, but you know he put himself in that spot.
0: And so, he is in a Mercedes.
1: He is in a Mercedes. So I mean, he's yeah. in the best car. Um, yeah. Oddly enough, third one, Pierre Gasly. He, it wasn't Gasly's fault that he was on the on the on the wrong tire at the beginning of the race. Faded way back, ended up clawing his way back up to seventh. I thought, uh, I thought Gasly did a good job saving it, uh, saving some points for the team.
0: Yeah, I, I think he initially wanted to get on the inters as soon as possible, and, yeah. his, and and the team kept telling him the weather's about to change, the weather's about yeah, to we change. Yeah, we kept hearing that there was going yeah. to be
1: more rain, and it really yeah. never came. So, so yeah. they at that point, they sort of had to leave him out there because you know they thought, well, the track's going to dry up, so you're going to come in for a stop, do 10 laps on inters, and then go out on slicks. So I think the the, the red flag probably really... Uh, or the safety car even was probably what really uh, what really helped Gasly out. Yeah, but yeah, um, you're
0: right. He he clawed his way. I think he was almost dead last he was like at one point. Or, yeah. Oh yeah,
1: because yeah, he had fell to like thirteenth or fifteenth before he pit. Yeah, he so was he behind came Ma- out behind the be, behind he the was two behind Mazepin cars. for yeah
0: for a little while too.
1: Yeah, I mean for probably about five seconds, but yeah. Um, who are your who are your uh, who are your losers? Who don't you like today?
0: <sighs> um. I honestly think that even if Bottas hadn't been crashed out, mm-hmm. he probably would not have finished well. Um so Valtteri gets a loser. Um I think I hate to say this because he had such a good race last week. Um a good recovery race. Um Perez is a loser today. Yep. And mm, He's my boy, but I think Yuki has to be one of my losers today. Just because everybody else that finished behind Yuki is either in a worse car or just wasn't didn't have much expectation to begin mm-hmm. with anyway. So yeah, I will have to give it to yeah, yeah, I think I'll have right to give cause... it to Batas. Perez, and Yuki. I almost kind of want to give it to Alonso, but he's in an Alpine, so... And he did finish...
1: He did finish on the, the points. points. Um, yeah, so, I can't give I, it to Fernando. Sonoda, I, I think it's... I'm looking at it. Everybody that finished behind Sonoda should have finished behind Sonoda. Yes. And there's cars ahead of him that he should have finished ahead of. So, yes. Um, but yeah, I'm going to go... Um, I got to go... Uh, I got to go Valtteri. Because whether or not you think... That the incident with Russell was his fault, and I don't think it was his fault. Yeah, I don't except, think so either. Except insofar as it was his fault that he shouldn't have even been there.
0: No, <laughs>
1: you know, he's he's in a Mercedes. He should have been. He should have been well clear of that. And George Russell, in his Williams, was passing Valtteri Bottas on pace. Oh, how?
0: How you know, did that happen?
1: Yeah, I know. So, um, and that, and even though I do kind of think that the incident was. Russell's fault for that reason. I really don't want to give Russell uh, a loser of the race here because I thought he was going really well. So uh, I gotta go. Valtteri, um, I don't. I gotta. I gotta go. I gotta go. Checo.
0: He went uh, off three times. Perez really went off three and, times,
1: and he he started his own. second. He should have been running third. He lost so two
0: it, spots on the first lap.
1: Yeah, and it was just, it was once again a spot where the second Red Bull driver is not in a spot to help Max. Yeah. So, and I'm not, I mean, just last you
0: know. week wasn't his fault. No, no. Well, no. actually, um, actually, yeah, it was because he did qualify well last week.
1: Yeah. So, you <laughs> or know, not so last he, week, but the last race. Yeah, about right. But yeah, uh, he, even then, you know, it was his first race. So, you know, it's like, what do you yeah. you know, it, right, what are right, your expectations right. of him in the first right. race? You know? Today um, was the first
0: time he was in a position to actually do something.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And um God, I hate to do it. I hate to do it to the guy, but I gotta go with Vettel. Um I just I need to I because of who he is, I just I expect more at the you because know, like I'm looking, you know, I'm looking around him. Like I guess you could go Raikkonen. Forgetting the, you know, for forgetting the penalty that took him out of the points. Um, what, was this,
0: what was this penalty? Oh yeah, the uh, um, safety car, car. yellow, right? It, yeah, it yeah, was. It was like a VSC or a safety car. Yeah, it was issue some weird or something yeah. like that. Yeah.
1: Um, you know, but that's like you know, Sonoda, yeah, uh, Giovinazzi, which like I said before, I just I don't think of them. Um, and you know, your two Haas cars. It's like who cares? Um, I guess you could say Latifi too because he was running up there, but. I don't know. He didn't um,
0: have much of a race to really grade, though.
1: Yeah, 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 he really did. He wasn't really in there all that long. Oddly enough, you know who uh, kind of too, uh for 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 a, for a bonus loser, Daniel Ricardo, and yeah, it sounds weird because he ran sixth, but he was just so far off Lando's pace.
0: And he started ahead of Lando.
1: Yeah, and Lando was just past him in a hurry, and then was oh you, know, well, you know well once they once uh once they let Lando past, I should say. Yeah, yeah. He you know he just ran away and hid um right so i mean signs beat
0: him too signs started five positions behind him
1: yeah signs had a good race uh, signs 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 could very easily be in the in the winner's category here i think yeah i think so too he had a nice race after going off
0: honorable Um, mention
1: yeah honorable mention carlos honorable mention for the winners carlos signs honorable honorable loser daniel (laughs) Ricardo. um i don't know is there anything else from the race um it was a great race. That was a lot of fun. It to was, watch. it was, it was. Um, fun race weekend in general, actually.
0: Yeah. Uh, do we want to talk about Alonzo here?
1: He, it's... I don't I don't think I
0: heard, I don't think I heard that's the problem much about is, him at all.
1: Yeah, that's the problem, is because it's Alonzo, but it's like, I, 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 I think it was maybe a function of him coming back to Alpine was, okay, great, Fernando Alonso's back. You know uh but it's like that if a tree falls in the forest and you know and nobody's around, <laughs> doesn't make a sound you know if, if if Fernando's in a Grand Prix but he's in an Alpine, does anybody care? Mm.
2: <laughs> you know um, I think
0: Ricardo made that car look faster than it was
1: yeah,
2: I last right. year,
0: and I think Renault and Alpine were a little too overconfident about the pace of that car because um Alcon did not look amazing no. in it last year, and he's driving pretty much about the same exact. Um, with the same exact uh, success that he was last year, yeah. this year.
1: So, and it's I I realize that it's Fernando Alonso is you know double world champion Fernando Alonso and whatnot, yeah. but Ocon was in the car all last year. Fernando's been out of Formula One for what two three years, you know. Ocon should be substantially quicker
2: he than should Alonso,
1: be. and he's it, although it it is weird that the Alpine is sort of like in a no man's land kind of class by itself where it's, yeah. it's not there with Ferrari, McLaren, Alpha Tauri, and I guess Aston Martin. And then there's like the little gap to Alpine. And then there's Alpha, Haas, and Williams. You yeah. They're,
0: they're kind of like the midfield of the midfield.
1: Yeah. And they're, and they're by bonkers. themselves. So they're, they're really like the only ones that they're just kind of racing themselves. I don't, I, I hope that they figure it out, but I think Alpine is also, and Renault for that matter. And are in like a situation like Honda was when they first came back with McLaren that you only have two cars. So you're only getting two cars worth of data on your motor. Yeah. And so it's, you know, yeah, they'd like to be making improvements and stuff, but you only have, you know, you're getting what a quarter of the data that Mercedes-Benz is getting, a third of the data that Ferrari is getting. And, you know, even even only half of the data that Honda is getting. So, well,
0: I, I guess with the way or with, with the position that Alpine is in right now, I guess it kind of begs the question, do you think Alonso's taking up a spot that would have been better off given to a young driver?
1: I, I mean, I guess it's like, what are they trying to do? Because they're not going to, they're not going to compete for wins. So no. are you better off holding back a guy for a year or two and letting Alonzo kind of get them through this period? Develop yeah, help I, ha- are, was, are they having I, him
0: develop the car? or well, so
1: I I was actually thinking that the other day when I was at work with um who's the Ferrari driver? Callum Ilot. Uh, I have no idea how to pronounce the man's last name, but in a way and, and, I actually And then
0: Chinese driver Guan Yu Zhou, too, who's who's who had a pretty decent start to the F two season this year. Yeah. I mean it's only been one race, but I
1: was I was thinking that with uh with Ilot, Ilot, however you want to pronounce his name. Yeah. That in a way I thought Ferrari did him a a solid or maybe Haas did by bringing in Mazepin because like, if he was in a, if he was in the Haas this year, it's like, okay, for what, you know, he's he's better off in F2, Um, you know, because you're not going to be in the Ferrari and, you know, let's face it, you're probably not going to be in the Alfa Romeo. So alright, Haas has this season where they're not going to develop the car. They take Mazepin's money for a year, you know, because I, I don't think he's going to figure it out. And no, I just, I don't I, so. and I don't think he's going to be in the car next year. You know, so I don't know what his contract mm-hmm. situation is, but I just, I, I can't imagine him being in the car next year. I <laughs> uh,
0: I can't either. I think I think Ferrari has a few more young drivers that are in F2 this year. I mm-hmm. think um, Schumacher's uh, teammate last year, Schwartzman. Oh yeah, um,
2: yeah.
0: Uh he's he's coming up too. Um and then there were like you said i lot. Um
1: We'll go with i lot. Yeah. yeah. That's fine. I'm not I'm not <laughs> you sure. You watch the F2 races? I don't. So I'll defer to your pronunciation.
0: Yeah, but they all have different liveries and they're all signed to different academies. I can't keep track of who's who. Mm-hmm. Um but I do know that Ferrari have like two or three really good young drivers in F2 and F3. Um I think they actually probably have the strongest stable of Academy drivers right mm-hmm. now um, that could really take that position. But like you said, what's the point of having them come in and, and, and pretty much finish P-19 and P-20 every single right. race? What does that really do for With, them?
1: For for one guy, you know, like for, for Mick, I, I actually like it because he is historically a slow starter. So, yeah. you know, it's going to be his second season somewhere that he's going to improve. So, and he,
0: he actually has potential. There's potential yeah. in him. I don't yeah, think Mick he's going to be as good guy. as his dad, but he, yeah. he's, yeah. I think he could be like a a Kimi Raikkonen at Ferrari, a really strong number two driver. Probably won't mm. be going for the wins every week, but he'll help you with constructor points.
1: I think, yeah, because I, I don't think that he's Leclerc. Uh, I, something no. about that Ferrari with Leclerc that it just seems to work. Yeah. And, um, so, but I, I like Mick. So, I mean, maybe next season you see Mick, uh, either. Well, it, next season, I think Haas will be better than they are this year. Uh, one would hope because I mean, they're going to have more wind tunnel time than anybody. They're spending all their development on next year's car. So Hopefully next year he'll be more competitive or maybe he'll be in the Aston Martin. Who knows? Not Aston Martin. I'm sorry, Alfa Romeo. Yeah.
0: I I would like to see him actually take Giovinazzi's spot because like you said, Giovinazzi is just, um, he's a guy. If you never mentioned his name during the race, I wouldn't even Mm -hmm. know he was there.
1: Great Um, hair though.
0: Yeah. Italian (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) Um, (laughs)
1: Terrific. Italian Jesus. So yeah, um,
0: I guess, Back to the original question: yeah, uh, Do right. you think do you think Alonso being there at Alpine is a waste of a drive? Uh, a, a think
1: it's a waste of Fernando Alonso.
0: I definitely I, agree with that.
1: And he, I don't know, if there was like top level like sports car racing or something to be done, you know, if if Porsche hadn't pulled out of the WEC only to go back in or whatnot, so if the 919 program is still going and he could race in the 24 Hours of Le Mans, I think that that would be a better use of his time.
0: What was he doing last year?
1: Uh, IndyCar.
0: Was he full time IndyCar? I don't remember I don't seeing him. Wait a minute, he did Maybe a bunch of a stuff. Yeah, I think he was uh, just one of those like, kind of just whatever he felt like doing that weekend. He went and did it. I
1: mean, he's Fernando Alonso, so he could basically show up to anybody and just kind of you know, be like, "Hey, I want to drive that car. You yeah, know, get yeah. your get your driver out of here." You know, um, in uh oh, in 2019, he won the 24 Hours of Daytona.
0: I remember hearing that.
1: Okay. I-
2: he... I
0: honestly think Alpine would be better off giving that seat because at the very, least, like, even though they're not fighting for like um, top six positions, mm-hmm. I think it would do well to get a driver in there and give them an extra year of experience so yeah. that going into 2022 with the new regulations, if you do have a really good car, yeah, you've got that, that second driver with a with year of experience because I, I don't I... see Alonso being there long-term
1: no i mean he's was he 39 no i think around. he's
0: in it. i think he's in his 40s
1: he might be 41 he's he's, he's great uh, fernando alonso has nothing to prove to anybody yeah. um i like having him around i guess you know but yeah, but you just, don't
0: even really hear from him that much
1: no because he's not, you know because he's driving an alpine if he was <laughs> you know if he was in if he was in uh valtteri botas's seat you know if he was driving a mercedes this year you'd hear about fernando alonso yeah. you know i i I have no doubt that Alonzo still has the speed and all that stuff that he had, because he's one of the all-time greats. You know, I think Alonzo, it's weird because, you know, you think Alonzo double world champion and all that stuff, but he's as talented as anybody, you know? Yeah. He, um, he had
0: a pretty decent race last week until he ran into the break issues. So, yeah. you
1: know, so I, I don't know. I mean, hopefully, hopefully Alpine kind of figures out, their car a little bit and he's able to be more competitive i think that's that's kind of the thing is that's really what i want if we're gonna have fernando alonso in the field i want to i want to have fernando alonso in the field
0: right i don't want him battling for no i I, with vettel
1: yeah i I got yeah i i don't have any use for fernando alonso fighting for 12 i just you know i i want to see fernando alonso on the podium so, or at least in the points, I realize he finished 10th today, but you know, he would have been 11th if Kimi Raikkonen didn't pick up a penalty. So, yeah, I don't know. It's like I said, there's, I mean, most of the seats are good. I mean, I'm sure even, even I'm I'm sure he's fine. He just, like I said, he just he doesn't really do anything for me. Yeah,
0: I don't think that Alfa Romeo is quite as good as everybody expected it to be this year. No. I guess and- they were expecting it to fight for like 7th in the Constructors, 7th or 8th mm-hmm. in the Constructors.
1: Which I, you know, which is good. Uh, you know, like I I like Sauber and all that stuff. You know, I I, I prefer thinking of the team as Sauber than Alfa Romeo, but... I don't know. I also I kind of wonder how long Alfa Romeo is going to remain involved in it. I feel like at yeah. some point it's going to revert back to being Sauber, which would make I, me happy. I,
0: I do like that Alfa Romeo's um, team manager or or whatever. What is his name? What's his name?
2: Who are I we talking remember. about?
0: Alfa Romeo's. Um, uh, what did he call it? What's his name? I can't remember.
1: Uh, the 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 team principal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I'll look it up. I can never think of it now yeah uh team oh. principal is vassar that's frederick Sor, vassar. yeah frederick vassar,
0: yeah. Vassar. i love that he doesn't try to get into the spotlight like mm-hmm. um like yeah, Warner but, or Toto wolf dude yeah
1: um, um i like that I, he's quiet I, I do like hearing from toto you know he's, yeah, yeah. he's just he's you know just uh it it always just seems like you know you think he'd be really buttoned up and he's just always quick to call stuff bullshit he said he said uh was it uh uh Christian Horner the other day said he was raking shit or something like that when he was <laughs> talking about uh, when he was talking about Mercedes going after Verstappen this season you know oh, at, really? at the end of the year or something like that so I I like the banter between those two I like um uh, what's his name uh, just did a uh, uh, Seidel the the I guess he's oh Andrea Seidel yeah from McLaren yeah. he just did uh, he was just on uh, Beyond the Grid yeah uh, yeah and, yeah I, uh, I, I saw um, I saw that one yeah he's he's a he's an interesting guy too he's he's pretty good yeah. um because yeah he was he was doing the, uh was it the porsche 919 so yep yep so sooner or later on my other podcast i will do the 919 so because that's a even on the, the 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 one that i did about the the nissan that it raced against i think i still spent about three minutes talking about porsche so <laughs> like i will go on and on and on about porsche yeah um but, uh, no, you know, it was a, it was a, a good race weekend. It was a, a lot of fun to watch. I like the way that the season is heading. You know? Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, at the very least, I think this this race at Imola was much more interesting than last year's race at Imola, which is yep. always good because I thought it was going to be another boring race, but the weather really played the into weather the race today. The weather certainly cooperated. Yeah, which was really um, convenient for the fans. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but, yeah, I enjoyed it.
1: It was good wasn't too bad. So, we'll do um we have another week off before we have Portugal. Yeah. In two weeks, right? Um I'm looking forward to when we finally get some triple headers going here. Races three consecutive I weeks. I think that's going to be great. Um although I will say having one week off between these two races won't feel nearly as bad as the three week, or, you know, uh the three that weeks off. That we just
0: yeah, had. that was that was tough. Um, oh, oh, uh before we go, uh, yes. just your thoughts on the Miami GP being confirmed Love for it. 2022 love it, love it. Love have, it. Love have you seen the track it. layout yet
1: yes i have actually oh. um it's interesting it's going around the dolphin stadium so because i get yeah so <laughs> so all right so the way it worked was uh they oh, like yeah, they couldn't get they couldn't get the town to agree on like street usage or something like that
0: yeah yeah i think they but, were at one point they were trying to use like a bridge um oh
1: that would be cool yeah, um,
0: But I think that was, that was a few years back.
1: So they, the, the guy that Jeffrey Lurie, I believe is the, is the owner of the dolphins. Um, okay. And so if you look at it, if you look at the, if you look at the track, it's all right around the dolphin stadium, hard rock stadium. Yeah, yeah. And it's basically that in that area, he can basically just do whatever the hell he wants. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he's able to construct a street circuit around his stadium. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> So I, I like street races anyway. I think they're cool. I think Miami is going to be a great setting for it. Um, Would be great if it's a nighttime race. I think that would be awesome.
0: Yeah. Depending on the time of year, I feel like it would be really hot and humid um, down there. It just sucks that it's in Florida just because Florida is like the armpit of the United States.
1: It is. uh.
2: And
0: and I'm I'm not even going to apologize for that.
2: Um. No, I don't think we're going to have a lot of
1: Florida listeners watching it. see we we got it's it's florida and texas so i don't know how i don't know how we arrived at florida and texas for our two u.s grand prix that's crazy
0: watch out man you're gonna get like three letters next week dear kurt the bastard i just listened to your podcast
1: Um, (laughs) look hey if i if we have three listeners all right i'd be happy yeah (laughs) i'll take three
0: listeners that that send us hate mail yeah Um, there we go i I mean just i don't want to take too long on this but looking at just the map of Mm. the track it it looks it looks pretty good i mean just from the overhead view i see one two three possibly there's definitely three hard breaking zones so that's Mm -hmm. three spots for overtaking and maybe a Mm -hmm. fourth one on that little like if you follow the the start finish line it goes into almost like that suzuka s um Mm -hmm. kind of thing that could be another overtaking spot there, but I definitely see three possible overtaking spots. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, it looks it's, interesting. We'll have to wait to see what it actually looks like, but uh, it looks a, like it'll be a fun it's race. It's a
1: neat layout, though. It looks like it has you know, it's got that nice long, just you know, back straight right, uh, which would be what the third turn from the end. To, I think it's what, what it was like 14 turns or something like that. And I think, yeah, it's, yeah, I think it's almost three miles, it's a fairly long track. Um, okay. but uh, and then it's got this kind of so I mean, it looks to me like it'll have at least two DRS zones. Um, I that like long it long straight, and yeah, that it'll start, have the long back straight, it'll have one, and it's got the start finish straight, which is not very long, so I don't know yeah. if that'll get one, but that's it's at least this...
0: 100, 150 though, because it's this it's the length of mm-hmm. a football field, so that's at least 100. Well, yeah, maybe not, it
2: might
1: be. I mean, as short. long as the buildings, I mean, figure it's probably. Because actually, on the map I'm looking yards. at, you could see the field inside the stadium, yeah, like through the roof. So it's at one, two, three, probably four, five. So about 500 yards or 400 yards, 1200 feet for the for the front for that uh, front straight. That's not too bad.
0: Yeah, and then so, and then if you look at that, um, the bottom part of the track, it looks like yeah. there's another there's, yeah, there's gonna be like see. one or two kinks, but. That yeah, maybe
1: after after the one uh, the the one right turn there, so that kind of sweeping left down to the kind of hairpin at the end. Yeah, that could I be could see that DRS. Being a DRS zone because that uh, coming into the, the that sharp left that would probably be a good uh, yeah a good it, uh, good break. And it's zone.
0: coming it's coming out of those those twisty corners there too. So mm-hmm. yeah, well, that could be a good
1: setup. It's not bad. So yeah. I mean
0: I mean just on paper it looks it already looks ten times better than uh, Hanoi. Uh, yeah. so <laughs> i will it definitely is, give it that
1: it looks you, you know even just like i don't know for some reason just like looking at layouts you can be like oh that looks fun and yeah, yeah. you know just from the i'm sure it'll be fairly flat i don't think there's going to be any elevation changes um it no, looks it's, like it's, it's a parking lots so. i know right? yeah. uh it looks like something that would be fun to drive just right, right. A variety of turns couple chicanes some long sweepers and stuff it does look like a cool track
0: yeah yeah i can um, definitely see aspects of other tracks um yeah and put it into this one so there we go yeah i'm excited like it. for it we yeah, should take a road trip down there
1: you know what that's for that'd be for, fun, for, for 2022 we'll get get to, uh you know both of our listeners uh yeah. to, to to come along with us we'll do a, do a live show down in podcast you yeah know, you, i like we, it. Won't
0: e- we won't even have to broadcast it our, our two listeners will be right there with us yeah we could just
1: shout it out <laughs> <laughs> that'd be great <laughs> so um we'll do um we'll probably preview maybe we'll finally get on the bus and actually be able to do a preview uh for portugal and maybe when we do uh if we do that we can do because i know we did i did i did the notes anyway on the top five f1 drivers
0: yeah yeah i've been watching videos so um okay all three of you, stay tuned. That one's coming out soon.
1: Yes, yes, both of you guys. That'll be a good one. Yeah. <laughs> um, so maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll do that this week and uh, and preview next week or something like yeah. that. But
0: hey, I, I showed my girlfriend the the podcast. She says you got you have a really good podcast voice. So oh oh, look at that! Thank yeah, you. <laughs> maybe we got a good start. Yeah, we got you
1: know, on. So, which is it's it's weird because nobody. I don't think that there's anybody in the world that actually likes the way their voice sounds. Yeah. So I I have a lot of trouble on especially on the other one, because I end up having to record it as like segments and then clip it. So yeah. and I'm having to sit there listening to myself like, Oh my God, I sound like such a, <laughs> you, know? Um, <laughs> you know, so then clipping that one back, but uh, no, but this was good. I think this was fun. Um,
0: I like it. I don't have anybody to talk to about this stuff. So it's a good outlet for me.
1: It is, you know, we, we get to do that, record our thoughts mm-hmm. and stuff. It gets me down to the basement for about an hour and change where I don't have to face my children. So there you go. That's I've been was whooping good. my ass all weekend. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But um, actually, oh, you know, it was funny. I was watching, uh, not to take up too much of your time. Uh, no, I, I was watching I the race and my, uh, my five-year-old was watching it, you know, kind of on and off. You know, you see stuff on the TV. And he, when, uh, when the, uh, the Russell uh, Botus crash happened, he just, I happened to be looking down at my phone at something at the time. And I just hear my five-year-old go, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and I had to look up and just see bits of carbon fiber flying everywhere, and I was like, "Oh!" And he's like, "Are they okay?" And I'm like, well, oh, I sure hope so." <laughs> <laughs> are,
0: are are they into into auto sports yet?
1: Uh they're the they're into cars. Okay. So the the um getting there. The, yeah, I, I'll, I'll um soon enough. I'll have the five year old down here, uh, you know, with the uh, with uh, with, the, with the racing sim and all that stuff, teaching him how to drive. He he does his uh, he drives his uh, his power wheels and stuff right now. He's uh, he's the ultimate Rhode Island driver. He just he just honks the horn and he tries to run everybody over.
0: Hey, welcome to the club, little guy.
1: I know. Right. (laughs) Best best in the world. But (laughs) uh, I'm like, sooner or later, I'll get him in a I'll get him in go karts or something like that, because, you know, uh, you have to you have to live vicariously through your children. So I never got a chance to be a professional race car driver, but I feel very strongly that he's going to be the American Lewis Hamilton
0: there you so, go there you go hey you know, there's a i think there's a go-kart track up in like attleboro or something like that so. i'll
1: figure something out i'll get him I'll, I'll, I'll at some point i'll end up having to sell my race car to buy him a race car and by then i'll be happy with it it'll be fine so but well, uh, there's
0: a higher higher possibility of of success if he gets yeah, into at, the racing at
1: so. this point i'm too fat and old to do it myself but he's still small enough and i think he's gonna <laughs> be built like his mom so he you know because he's he's a little tiny dude for five years yeah, old yeah. so i'm like he's 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 built like a Formula One driver. Yeah, so I was this is
0: perfect for a driver.
1: Absolutely. See, that's what we gotta do. We'll, we'll, we'll funnel all of our uh, our podcast money into <laughs> into yeah, into yeah, a go kart yeah. for Sebastian. You know,
0: <laughs> there you go.
1: Be a pay driver off podcast. I'll be I'll
0: be your first sponsor, man.
1: Yeah, there you go. See, there Bernie we go.
0: Incorporated.
1: Bernie Incorporated. Love it. There you go. All right, man. All right. Uh, well, let's we'll uh we'll wrap this up, guys. Uh, thanks for listening. If you're listening, uh, we had a good time. If you guys uh, have yeah. any suggestions. Uh, I can't remember. I don't think I have. Do I have a Twitter account for this podcast? yet? I, I, I
0: don't,
1: don't think I, I do. I, I know you're you can,
0: working on like photos and stuff like that. Logos and stuff. Yeah, but.
1: I did the logo. The logo came out nice. But tell you, uh, you can um, if you're on Twitter, you can follow us. Uh, let's go uh, red uh, at red five autosport uh, or any suggestions. Red five autosport at gmail.com. For some reason, I decided that was the uh, like the podcast network which you know so between that and <laughs> oh and uh we plug our other stuff while i'm here uh you can follow bernie on youtube he does uh f1 2020 and soon f1 2021 because i saw that's coming out soon hell yeah um he does uh what was it what we said like, tutorial videos plus yeah weeks. tips
0: and tricks just some some uh challenge races and stuff like that so <laughs> um, yeah just uh, look it up bunjamin Bakchoy.
1: Which is again the spelled exactly the way it sounds, which is yeah. just inexplicable. I'll,
0: um, I'll have you put up a link or something like that sometime.
1: What's the um is there a what's the 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 weekly event? Anything good?
0: This week? No. It's, no, <laughs> it's, it's, it's the twenty twenty Cars at China, which is Man, one why? of my weakest tracks. It's not even gonna be there in the game next year, so I'm not even bothering it. Yeah, well, um, that doesn't sound very fun. Yeah. It's all right. There'll probably be a couple of uh, Road to One Tense uh mm-hmm. videos where I, I try to beat uh certain races at the highest difficulty 110 difficulty yeah without any assists. so oh. <laughs> definitely check that out yeah i
1: say i definitely do not have the I, I just i i mean first i don't have the skill for it anymore i just i don't <laughs> have the patience to try to be millimeter perfect on all that stuff i just there's like
0: 15 like year old kids that 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 have lap times that are like three seconds faster than my they have the reflexes dude
1: we're too old i'm telling you that's why i gotta get the five-year-old going he'll just we're obliterate me instantly It'd be yeah, terrible probably will. That'd be Shoot, awful. I'll, just,
0: I'll just have to give uh sebastian my my wheel and set and stuff right.
1: like that also you know he's he's got this one you know the the logitech it's actually holding up really well
0: i it's said i nice was just uh,
1: i was really messing nice around wheel. with it earlier uh because so my uh i so said you guys can also follow on twitter at race car podcast uh, my other show the race car podcast talk about race cars uh <laughs> this week's show i did the 87 ferrari 637 indy which is a uh, Ferrari built an Indy car out of spite, and, but then never raced it because the FIA gave in to their demands on engine rules for 1989. Uh, next week, I'm doing the 1989 Audi 90 GTO. So I was actually on Project Cars 2 earlier uh, driving <laughs> that, So which is just a, a ridiculous 700 horsepower all-wheel drive. It's like the worst handling car I've ever driven in my life.
0: All-wheel like, drive. Wow. Dude, okay. you
1: just like... It, you just got to kind of roll it through the turn because as soon as you feed in any throttle, it's just, you're just heading straight mm-hmm. for the outside of the corner. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> but, but Under once, steer. you know, once you get it pointed towards the outside of the turn, you just stand on it and then just watch yourself just fly past everybody else. It's, you know? So it's, it's, it's good for that. Sounds like cool. fun. Yeah, It's cool. You know? And it's a, uh, I got to, uh, I've been wanting to open one of my podcasts with a line from Charles Dickens and I finally get to do that so so the the opening line of uh of that podcast is a uh, you ever uh you remember uh, the christmas carol yeah so the opening line of of a christmas carol is uh marley was dead to begin with so i don't know for some reason i wanted to use that somehow so the opening line of this week's podcast will be group b was dead to begin with <laughs> so so there we go that's that's basically something just for me and that's fine.
0: I'm looking forward to that one.
1: There we go. So I I think I'm up to like eight listeners now. Hey. Right. You yeah. You know, 32 listeners across same, all my episodes.
0: 10 more and you'll have the same subscribers as I do. I don't do, Look,
1: so. I'm on my way. I'm, 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 I'm coming. Yeah. I'm coming. And, and
0: three of those definitely aren't my secondary. Uh, no.
1: And one profiles. of them is certainly not me. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> so about uh, 12.
1: There we go. Yeah. We're fine. Don't worry about it. We, we're, we're doing this because it's fun. Yeah. Uh, so i'll um well we'll sign off anyways thanks for uh thanks for listening guys just uh check this out i'll probably have it up i don't know midweek or something like that i don't think there's a, there's not nearly as much editing on this one as there will be on the last one because i had to hack that one up into pieces this one is pretty much just going to be the whole file and then i'll probably cut a little bit at the end but that's about it we, we stayed pretty much on point no we did we stayed on yeah we stayed much more on point this time than we did last time so yeah. at uh least we stayed in f1 there we go so thanks for listening guys next week we'll have uh top five f1 drivers probably later this week i don't know we'll figure it out
0: but... at some point before the port race
1: yeah there we go we'll do that and then we'll, and of course we'll be back to preview uh
2: portugal before portugal so all right all right thanks guys yep. all right so i'll cut it off right there all right so that was good